0: welcome to stop hack and roll a podcast about the city of our productivity being destroyed by the same a few idea monsters over and over i'm james and i'm brandon today we're going to be talking about godzilla deadly kobold racing
1: pommel ball and head lasso I just did the impossible. Yeah. I found a game on itch oh that I knew God. what the game was about, but I didn't know the name of it. I didn't know who made it. Not, th- not that the name would have helped. Not the name would have helped, but, uh, I used the itch search algorithm I don't and I found s- a game.
0: I've never heard of it. I'm so it proud of sense. myself. <laughs> we shouldn't be shady. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have no problem. I've never, I've never engaged. Well, that's not true. It happens more than, it happens more than, a, than, it, it happens more than like, but yes, uh, itch is a, per, is a company that is actively hostile to the people who buy products from it. Uh, Although, I don't know why they've chosen to do that. That's my opinion. That's not the opinion of the podcast. Uh, this is. So I was bad. about to say that it's not the opinion of the podcast. It's not the opinion of the podcast. It's just my opinion.
1: It uh, could use some major UI work.
0: Some, some true yeah, I, I, I don't think that. it's actively hostile. <laughs> I think it's actively hostile. I think drive through is actively hostile. No. No, because I can buy things on drive through and then actually find them.
1: <laughs> you Wait, you can find your things on drive through? <laughs>
0: The things you've bought. Oh, if you want okay, to search okay. for things on DriveThru, you have to wade <laughs> through no, that's 50 pages happen. of just... Uh, 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 AI-generated DVD, D&D uh, phases. Yeah, stuff. But once you've bought it, you can actually look at your library.
1: Yeah, l- listen, I've got 500 different files called 20 d swords. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's that's just a preview that, that, that <laughs> so, we're going to talk about so, a game. <laughs> we're going to mention a game in today's episode. This is a terrible cold yeah. open. Yeah. now I need to dive yeah, us yeah. into the middle of it hey james yeah. what'd you go see today
0: <laughs> okay so the context for this is that i have literally i literally just walked out of a theater drove home and then sat down to start the recording of this podcast because uh my timing skills are not great and then on top of that the movie started 15 minutes late i begged to differ, so james you were here at the beginning of the recording i was here you were here right at the, right at the beginning of the recording but it was totally worth it because I went and saw Godzilla minus one, mm-hmm. which was maybe the best movie I've seen this year. Oh, okay. Like, very that is
1: good. that is very even higher good. praise than you gave yeah. a minute ago. Yeah. I I don't it's, think it's, because you're lying and exaggerating
0: now. <laughs> no, it's I I I just would have to sit and think back about all the movies I've seen this year. Okay. But uh I've I've been re-watching Godzilla movies in preparing to watch Godzilla minus one. Okay. And it is Maybe one of the best Godzilla movies, e- like hands down, better than any of the American Godzilla movies, uh, <laughs> and I like the American Godzilla movies.
1: I-, I wish I could think of like even a single bad quote from one of those movies, but it's been so long since I've seen a Godzilla movie that I can't.
0: Yeah. Um, like the main character of the of of Godzilla minus one is a Japanese kamikaze pilot who cannot bring himself to complete his kamikaze run and Whoa. and leaves and like serve and, and then and then is struggling with the guilt he has of everyone everyone else in his like squadron went and did their kamikaze thing and he didn't and oh then my god he ends up, yeah it's it's like deeply dark and deeply emotional and he's like <laughs> racked with the survival guilt and then he survives a godzilla attack too i
1: thought that this was going to be a movie about like a very large lizard and a little boy
0: no
2: <laughs> no it no, sounds like not. no no
0: it's a it's, i mean <laughs> most like most godzilla movies are secretly war movies or yes. like deep dealing with deep insecurities but this movie just does it so well oh that's awesome um, and there and the, the the guy i wish i'm gonna have to go look him up and see whether stuff he's been in but the lead actor is just absolutely incredible
1: you know, look him up on itch um,
0: <laughs> not on it she's not gonna be there how do you, um, How do you know I, I guess i guess i don't know maybe he's written some tabletop <laughs> yeah. games um, but he's an incredible actor um the movie is so good and uh like i like i saw the trailer for godzilla vs kong or whatever that's T- so, godzilla so funny kong that 2. both of those are coming out i mean i'm excited for that too i guess <laughs> but like it's not the same they're on different like they're on different levels yeah what um, one
1: of them seems like how I understood Godzilla as a child, yeah, <laughs> and one of them doesn't. Yeah, I was a very sophisticated child that really understood that metaphor is really what underpins all of human existence.
0: Mm. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Oh, he's got this guy's done a lot of. This is not really good tabletop RPG content, but he's done a lot of like voice acting.
1: James, if we limited ourselves to good tabletop RPG content,
0: <laughs> we'd have a lot fewer than 153 Bones episodes. Of Steel. That sounds awesome. That does. It's psychological drama.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Not about someone not not about Wolverine. I was hoping it was uh, about Wolverine. But uh yeah, so that's something that's on my mind now because now I kind of want to like, so I was driving home thinking because spoilers, we did not plan a topic for this <laughs> recording, um, but I was thinking about uh, not to call us out, uh, but I was thinking about what, what Godzilla stuff I could think about tabletop wise. And the game that I think would actually be a good, and that I may have to follow this through to like, uh, to, uh, to hack if, <laughs> if, if I ever write another tabletop game, um, would be anyone can wear the mask, but Jeff starmer
2: oh that's you kind of have that like
0: you have like one person play the the Godzilla, yeah, and then you could have one person play the city, yeah, and the people who live in the city, and then one person play um like the archetypes of characters who who are in Godzilla movies are always journalists, mostly okay, <laughs> they're journalists or um scientists and sometimes military people and sometimes a little boy sometimes a little boy please <laughs> sometimes um sometimes matthew broderick
1: i i oh my god i'm so mad at myself because when we were discussing the american godzilla movies i almost said matthew broderick but i wasn't confident mm-hmm. enough no, oh it's matthew broderick I I that i i'm so mad i was i was like 70% sure and i should have just uh, gone yeah, if you're so ever like 70 sure like about something on a podcast,
0: <laughs> having a scientist archetype, having someone play the city, someone play the, the the monster, would be very interesting. And uh, and because it kind of ha- like Godzilla movies follow an arc, uh, anyone can wear the mask follows an arc. Yeah, and I kind of I kind of want to maybe look into exploring that and seeing if I can make that happen.
1: That's really good. I really like that. What would you? What anyone can? Anyone can what? Anyone can trash Tokyo.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can. Um, I don't know. I. I. I don't know what I would have to call it. I'd have to come up with some good name. Okay. Any. Anyone can. Any, anyone can survive. Eat a, Matthew Broderick. Even anyone can eat Matthew Broderick. <laughs> uh. Anyone can create a monster that will haunt them for the rest of their lives.
1: Anyone can understand uh the fear of
0: nuclear future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe you don't need to use anyone can. that's also a
0: possibility i think that's probably the way to go that's
1: that's maybe the possibility
0: um ah but there's such a like a the (laughs) the, one of the this is totally not tabletop related one of the things that they did aesthetically is when godzilla is charging up his like laser breath yeah uh, or it's it's a radiation breath but they call it heat breath okay um his like spines light up and extend in this kind of like ratcheting kind of like uh it's very just you have to kind of just go see the the it's in the trailer, I think. Yeah. It's it's just an incredible effect. Um and yeah, so Godzilla's on my brain. I've been I've been watching all the old like 1950s, 60s, 70s Godzilla's. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're getting weird.
1: Any God Konsil the Ah? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that anything? Any God can <laughs> Um, I actually y- this is so moments after saying i know nothing about godzilla uh-huh. um you asked like you know if, if there's any godzilla games and i i was able to and i want to talk about the one that i was able to find it is called uh kaiju gram oh yeah do you remember kaiju gram i don't know if we talked about this on the show or not we may have just talked about it i think i own it oh yeah I think I probably I, I probably do too, actually.
0: If it if there's a I mean there's not a lot of Godzilla games and I own most of them I would be willing to bet. Uh,
1: it, it was made by um a Yoland, uh who I I don't I I don't know if if they I'm I i do not know if that that is uh, a first name last name or if it's just, it's a handle. Uh, but they uh made this game for the Wish You Were Here postcard jam.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, I bought this two years ago.
1: Oh, uh, it, it looks so much fun. <laughs> I have I, I wanted to play kaijugram. uh, And you, you basically, you send descriptive info on a postcard and then have with a Kaiju drawn on it. Huh. And then, like, there's, like, you know how, like, postcards get stamped? Mm-hmm. The stamp tells you what was destroyed in some way. Ah. I read it like a long time ago. I I I thought I owned it also, but I I it's for some reason not in my library, which is maybe <laughs> may, maybe, how we've <laughs> maybe how we moved. problem. I mean, how would from... you even know
0: if it's in your library? That's true. I actually no don't know <laughs>
1: Um, but uh it looks so cool. Um I highly recommend checking urban it out the
0: instruction sent to you in the mail.
1: Yeah, and like I love that it is a style of tabletop role-playing game that happens asynchronously i love yeah. that it's a tabletop role-playing game that uh that uses a different medium uh like it's just, it's very it's very cool to me i'm uh,
0: a sucker is it designed f- I, I haven't actually like skimmed through it long enough but are you, are you supposed to actually mail the
1: the postcard I, I think you have to mail the postcard because i think the stamp like the mail stamp uh has something to do with how things are resolved.
2: Mm.
1: Um, I, I've closed out of the window because I, if I have too many windows open, <laughs> everything breaks down. But uh, it, it looks so cool. I want to play it. it. Looks like a, a fun little tight game.
0: Yeah i I love I love tabletop games that involve the mail. <laughs> um, do you know other started, tabletop
1: games that involve the
0: mail? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I um. Tell I'm trying me, to remember please. The name. It's um. What was it called uh this mailbox called... has ghosts in it
2: <laughs> no but that's
0: that's great um it's called Lightyear, i think i'm trying to yeah, yeah light year um and it's a game i bought three years ago and i briefly started to play with some people but it just kind of never mm. picked up because life got <laughs> i think it was a it was a 2020 game when life got complicated oh yeah um but it's a uh, you play people who are um, uh, like a single person on a relay space station, and uh, and so you send letters to other people. And but the way that the game works is like you write a letter to another to another character, mm-hmm. but you are not allowed to mail it to them. You have to mail it to someone else. Okay, and then they have to relay it, and then it relays through the whole network, and everyone is allowed to open the letter and read it. And then they can optionally uh, comment on the contents of the message. Oh, that's and fun. And add their own little thing and then include that. And in, in it, it can be as simple as like, I didn't read the message, but here's a re- like relaying this to the person It came to me yeah. incorrectly. Um, and so you bounce the mail around a whole bunch of times. Oh, that
1: sounds fun. Yeah. Ma- mail games, 2024. That's what we're doing, play yeah. by mail. Yep. <laughs> play by mail. <laughs>
0: Play by but, post is too, that, uh, it's too fast.
1: Yeah. You know what? Well, th- that's what play by post originally meant. Cause play by post far oh. predates forums. Uh, is the people played by post, like war games were done at these massive mm. scales that people yeah. would just have two separate war game setups across the country. There's a, not to just like fall into my, my sub obsession of, uh, of early tabletop games and wargaming history. <laughs> but uh there there was like a a lot of the way that tabletop games like like RPGs, D&D or least stuff like that started to happen is basically people that had their little wargames that they were like potentially playing with people across the country and like there were like people kept records of like their wins and stuff like that. There was like a competitive like league structures in places that was like done via uh, uh, you know, huh. Barry goes down to to Kinko's every couple of days and
0: prints stuff out and sends it out to everybody. I think there's like a there's a uh, I've been watching people play Warhammer.
1: Um, oh my gosh! I found I'm, a couple. I found I'm
0: trying so hard not to get into Warhammer or another <laughs> thing like that. <laughs> yeah, but so like I watch these people and you can see how as a as a YouTube channel they start off just playing Warhammer. And yeah. then, and then, I mean, I think a little bit of this is just Warhammer because it's got characters and stuff, but like mm-hmm. they, after like one season of just doing like random battles in their second season, they start doing like a story, uh, like a, a campaign yeah. that they're like playing these like, and, and it's still just like the things, but you can, I can definitely see how like, if you were just playing a random war game and then you, uh, you were like, uh, meeting up with people every once in a while doing the next part of the story you you would like start to yeah. just build the story because you'd want to know and then you'd start totally. naming your miniatures and then you'd want to like know more about those stories
1: it is it is so intrinsic to play for yeah. people to form attachments like like I, I think of that like scene in community uh that like jeff winger has like a pencil and he's like uh like this is johnny the pencil like you know oh here's Janet the pencil we all love him and then he's like, snaps it over his knee and is like, a part of you yeah. just died. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, we
0: form yeah. attachments really easily and that's the point of being human. The way the way that I keep myself from playing uh, uh, Warhammer. Is not having is enough that, money.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I I, 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 watch,
0: I watch the video, I'm like, that's so cool. How much, and I pick one of the models and I look up how much it costs and I'm like, that model costs $2,000 and I cannot do that. <laughs> See, I didn't even think there was anything in that kind of a range. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a big one, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, of, uh, of course. There was one that was like a $1,500 giant robot that died like four seconds into the fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, that's never going to not happen because when you bring a giant robot, like everyone's going to focus the fire because it's a giant robot. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so, like, that's like. The logic there is you are you are gonna spend fifteen that hundred dollars and it is gonna always die in the first round every game. Oh boy. <laughs> and so That's a yeah, sad and even, the, feeling. And even the smaller ones are like 100 dollars 200 dollars And then the really small ones are like you can buy them in packs for a hundred bucks of like whatever, but it's, yeah, it's expensive. And then, so every time I'm like, I could get into Warhammer and I'm like, no, I can't, I can't afford Warhammer. It's the reason why I can't buy a 3d printer because I would Mm. just start 3d printing Warhammer figurines and I would never stop. And I would drown in Warhammer (laughs) figurines.
1: (laughs) I have a bunch of little, like this isn't Warhammer specific or like war game specific, but I've got a bunch of little like Reaper mini minis that someday, someday I'm going to get paint and actually, and actually paint i have that'll be
2: consumed uh, so
0: (laughs) i have um miniatures of to bring it back around uh, the kaiju big battle wrestlers who are giant monster (laughs) wrestlers um somebody did a kickstarter run of the characters from kaiju big battle that's amazing real, real world wrestling event um and i have i have two versions i have like a just a pla plastic version I have a like glow in the dark versions. And so I should really paint the regular ones. Yeah,
1: definitely. And then you should have a glow in the dark battle versus yeah. you know sh- kind of
0: shirts versus skins of glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> glow versus paint. <laughs> yeah,
1: that that's how they that's how they do it in Warhammer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and giant monsters. And giant monsters, yeah. Do you glow? Do you not? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So, yeah so, a, so are you gonna make I, anything in any any god canzill the uh? <laughs> maybe. Any god canzil. The uh. The uh. The uh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I think I might have to. I need to go back and reread anyone can wear the mask and like remember. Yeah. But like it's it's prompt writing, which is the thing that I can do in a TTRPG. <laughs>
2: so uh
0: um, I, I do think that like so anyone can wear the mask is like
1: it's sophisticated and tight and works really, really well. And I think that it would work really well for other hacks. I think that yeah. that, that is a game that hacks well. Um, I, ha- I don't know if I've read any other hacks of it um, other than like the um, the uh, supplemental or material that came with the actual game. Um, yeah. But uh, but I got to write for some of that. And that was very, very fun. I had a great time doing that. So I encourage people uh, to take a look at it. Anyone can wear the mask. It's, a, it's yeah. such a fun game.
0: I think to finish up our Godzilla conversation, I will talk about the fact that I Googled Godzilla TTRPG to see if there were any. And the, one of the first things I found was this forum post, uh, which is a D&D 5th edition stat block, because of course that is the best system to play Godzilla in.
1: No question. No question. No question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Godzilla's weapon attacks are considered adamantine. Uh, this mm. is so bad.
1: <sighs> Just but, yeah. us taking a second of sadness. Yeah. That 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 is so that, that misses the point so much. Like. Yeah. It, okay. Let's let's talk to D and D for a second. If I was doing Godzilla in D and D, it doesn't have HP
2: yeah no
0: godzilla you can't hurt godzilla it has
2: yeah. it does not yeah, have yeah. hp
0: like period right the, the, because the point of of monster stat blocks in D D is so that you have a way to kill it yeah and that you can have that serendipity of like i've set out my big main boss thing and maybe you get lucky and you crit a couple times and you you're, kill you're him brought first a paladin or whatever <laughs> And then you have a cool moment, yeah. But that is not how Godzilla stories go. You know, what, so.
1: you know what it needs. It needs riffs, mega damage. Do you know Palladium riffs at all? It no, is, this might be not even a little bit. This, this is again. I, I'm now going back into my historical RPGs. Palladium Riffs is still around, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, so riffs was like a a game that you're. You're on Earth, but, like, a bunch of rifts to extra-dimensional places have opened up, and there's all sorts, of like, it's all very weird stuff. You get, like, people in, like, mechs and all sorts of just, just truly bizarre things. Sure. Um, and it has a concept of mega damage. And so mega damage, if you are a mega damage creature, you can only be damaged by mega damage.
2: Okay, And if yeah. you
1: do mega damage to a non-mega damage creature, it's dead. So, like, if you're at that, like, low scale, then, like, you know, you and me can have a fist fight. Uh, Yeah. But you can't fist fight Godzilla.
0: (laughs) That was how, like, um, I very, very briefly played Mutants Masterminds. Yeah, yeah. They've got a similar thing, right? Like, if you had super strength, you could fight other people with super strength. But if you didn't, you just lost.
1: Yeah, yeah. It has, I think it has, like, I think there's a conversion that it's, like, you know, one one mega damage is a thousand. Regular damage, which just like <laughs> evaporates anything that isn't yeah, mega damage. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: And, and like then eventually everything ended up scaling and power creeping, and so everything was mega damage, and so it didn't matter anymore. There, there may have like even never, been like an yeah. ultra mega mega damage that eventually came out. <laughs> but that's you what never, you need for D and D. They never kill <laughs>
0: Godzilla. Like in in the in the second Godzilla movie, they freeze it in in a, in a in, a, um, in the ice. Uh,
1: that seems legit
0: yeah in the in the first one they do kill it but that's because the first godzilla movie is strange um they use a device called the oxygen destroyer uh okay never guess what it does uh it turns flesh to liquid <laughs> oh oh boy i don't know why they didn't call it that <laughs> i uh, wouldn't have no um, uh,
1: matthew broderick i believe strangles godzilla to death with his bare hands because he
0: is a mega damage creature I don't yeah, I don't remember how they I, as for as much I don't as I, remember, love that movie, I do not remember they any it plot it fish, points from that movie. <laughs> they feed it fish. Um uh, I remember so many plot points from that movie. Um uh, Godzilla's Magic, is best <laughs> played
1: in Ryutama.
2: <laughs> you wanna go run feed plays Godzilla some a, some fish. Uh,
0: um like a worm scientist.
2: <laughs> okay. And,
0: okay. Uh and there's a French guy, uh, and Godzilla's attacking New York. It's looking to lay eggs, it's a lady, it's the only lady, it's one of the only lady Godzilla's
1: Oh um, for real? I thought all Godzillas were ladies. Maybe?
0: Maybe. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I, I could be I think it's fully usually wrong. it's usually not addressed. It's usually not uh, important. <laughs> um there is there is a period of time in the late 70s, early 80s where Godzilla has a child, but I haven't gotten there yet, so I don't know okay. when a child comes about. Okay. Um It's often implied that Godzilla and Mothra have a relationship. Uh, and Mothra is definitely a lady. Moth
1: Life uh, finds a way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. There's a lot of weird. Just stuff like from in Godzilla. Godzilla, they say that. Yeah,
1: Master Broderick says that.
0: Yeah, I think it's yeah. That's one of those famous. Godzilla One of those famous Netflix Godzilla. Volumes.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was from Godzilla <laughs> minus three. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Two Godzillas ago. Um,
0: two Godzilla, two furious.
1: But yeah, don't don't do Godzilla in D and D.
0: No, that way. No, can't be a thing. Yeah like i mean honestly the the weight like so there's I can see an argument that um, if you wanted to do Godzilla in d and d, but specifically with it not having h p yeah like the <laughs> like because because while playing Godzilla in d and d where you could kill the Godzilla doesn't work, playing Godzilla in a game where you're like. Okay, I'm going to use this weapon, and I'm going to count how many dice I need to roll, and I'm going to calculate the math, and I'm going to roll these dice, and then the GM is just going to throw that out the window because it doesn't matter because you can't damage Godzilla. Is like that's Godzilla. (laughs) That's Godzilla, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's that's getting all the scientists together. Everybody has a lot of ideas, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you and then you put all of your points of smite into it, and (laughs) And it doesn't work because it
0: was never going to work, and we actually knew it wasn't going to work the whole time. Yeah, but. Oh, yeah,
1: that would be fun playing. I need to play a game that I know I'm going to (laughs) fail and I get to to pretend I don't know I'm going to fail. I guess that's just horror
0: games. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the what's the there? There was a famous uh, tweet about or something. The story about the some guy was running dragon or something in in D&D and they were like, how much HP does the dragon have? Uh, and the person was like, it doesn't I'm not tracking that it, it, it dies when it when, the, when it's themat- thematically appropriate for the character to die. Like, yeah, that's, that's the best way to do it with is big bosses like is. that in D&D. In my opinion,
1: games are a bunch of lies. Just yes. make up the vibe. that everyone's right.
0: <laughs> yes. Tabletop games are a series of lies we tell ourselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to hit a vibe. Yeah, it's absolutely right. That's the definition.
1: Um, can, can I briefly tangent? Yeah, absolutely. This, you
0: might you might end up cutting
1: this because if you, I so I, I've just been ta- talking about like historical D anD D and stuff like that. Um, all of the PDFs of Dungeon Magazine are like freely available online. Like you don't even okay. need to go to like a sketchy website to find them. Like they're they're super easy to find. I am so tempted to like do a podcast or something. That we read Dungeon <laughs> Magazine like one at a time, going through and see if there's like see what's worthwhile, see what's her- horrible.
0: I'm, I'm so tempted, so looked tempted. Looked at or seen a Dragon Magazine? Oh my god,
1: James, it's perfect. <laughs> uh, internet,
0: where is it? Internet Archive. Uh,
1: yeah? oh. I think it's on on uh, internet. I, I I didn't. I looked it up like a while, a little while back. So it could be that it has gotten harder to find, but. It was like a time that I looked it up to like see if I could like buy a dragon magazine. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, here's every PDF. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it, it is every PDF.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dragon magazine jam. <laughs> is that Pick something that happened? I don't oh, know. What you're saying you're saying I'm saying, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. It, you, when when you join, you're assigned a dragon magazine issue. And then you have to pull something out of that Dragon Magazine issue that is is usable for a tabletop game.
1: What is more fun going through Dragon Magazine in order or randomizing it (laughs) and like having to like rate what your favorite Dragon Magazine is like sight unseen that you're going like, you know, like we have like a hundred, like however many, let's say it's a hundred. And like each episode, (laughs) you have to slot it in to the standings (laughs) of the best Dragon Magazine (laughs)
0: i don't know about that but i think that uh i don't know about the rating part but i do think that ro- putting it on a like a d100 it's table so and rolling to decide which one you're gonna read is that's a good one
1: that's the that's it that's it i'm doing this i'm gonna end up doing this i'm so Please frustrated do yeah
0: we gotta do this <laughs> what if we do this okay this is this is uh this is stop, hack, and roll the villain years stop. where we where we become a Dragon Magazine rewatch, re reread podcast. James, you're like you're 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 selling this to me.
1: <laughs> you're, I brought you this
0: bad idea, and now you're uh, selling
1: it back to me as a good idea.
0: That's that's the stop, hack, and roll way. <laughs> I brought you this bad idea.
1: Hey, what if it's good? Actually,
2: now make me eat it. <laughs> all right
1: is that everything we got on godzilla i think so all right
0: cool i mean i'm sure i could talk more about godzilla
1: (laughs) um well if you decide to to pursue that let's definitely keep on coming back because i do think i think that that's that seems i'll admit i'm not like a uh big kaiju head uh which i assume is what people that are super into godzilla are
0: called (laughs) sure um also i'm sure there's a kaiju that's just a big kaiju head
1: oh yeah i'm sure uh, but um, uh, but it's it. This seems
0: like it would be such a good match with anyone who wear the mask.
2: Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. I think I think I might not actually seriously have to do that. Yeah. I need to finish any of the other games I'm writing first. <laughs> um. I I'm like so so close. I have not made any progress on a space between. I really need to. It's tough to because make I'm so things. close. You know, like it's, it's tough. It's really to it's tough things. to finish.
1: It's tough to finish. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. That's the hardest part of making things.
2: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I, what else do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about? I could I could talk deadly Cobalt racing. Dungeon,
0: if we'd like. Yeah, deadly deadly kobold racing.
1: Yeah, deadly Cobalt racing. So, um, a little while back, I put out a artless version. Um,
2: yeah.
1: I've now had the chance to do a little bit of solo play test, and I haven't been able to do like a real playtest yet. And um, I was using a dice system from Uh Errant, uh, which is an OSR game. Where you roll under your stat, but you have a difficulty class, like a DC. And the idea is you want to, like, split the uprights. So, like, if the, if the DC is 5, your stat is 14, you want to roll between those two, two numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking that, that would be a really interesting way to have, basically, like, defensive abilities for each of your racers. So, like, each of your stats would also have a defensive ability and so like if you're attacking somebody you would attack and try to like roll under their their thing and everything like that um and in in practice i'm not a big fan of it um mm. it, i think it's just i need i feel like i need things to move a little bit quicker um and it involves that moment of like roll did i hit as opposed to just roll and knowing that you hit right yeah um and so i think i'm going to move it so that that so that Defense is like kind of a rarer thing to have. And that effects are more likely to target you by you needing to roll a save. Hmm. And so like, like direct combat abilities like swinging a sword or like using an ability that does a generalized location effect are all going to be you making the action and rolling under your own stat. But like if you drop if you if you're dropping a if you're using a laser if you if you're using an a, like an item right
2: mm-hmm.
1: um then chances are the opponent like you're not rolling anything just the opponent is rolling a defense
0: um that's um that's kind of it's sound, it's sound sorry to sorry to to bring us back to uh I've been watching Warhammer uh, <laughs> the, hey. and uh in the in the only the vaguest way that I understand how Warhammer works um the the vague way that i understand that warhammer works is that you have a number of you 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 have a number of attacks that you get to roll for okay. each group of guys and then you have a number so you're rolling a number of dice and you're looking to get over whatever your stat is yeah. or, or i think it's like a um it's complicated and it does it has to do with like the stats of the two characters and how is mm-hmm. how many what, what basically you're trying to do like you're rolling a bunch of d6s trying to get over 4 Okay. Or like four, five, or six. Yeah. And then if your char- if the enemy character has the ability to defend because they have a shield or uh, uh, because the rules say they they can defend, then they roll the number of dice equal to the number of hits you got. Oh, that's and cool. And then if they get over five or six, then they've defended one then of they those. They defended hits. those. Yeah.
1: That's cool. That's really interesting. And that's- so
0: you could do, yeah. So you could do like roll some dice. And then if they hit, if I have defense, maybe if I have if I have armor too, yeah. Then I roll two dice, and if they are hits, then I defend against the two hits or whatever.
1: Yeah, that that could be an interesting way to do. That hadn't occurred to me at all, but I think that totally could work. That like, because I was even thinking just like damage reduction, you know, because like it's relatively easy. Someone says mm. like you know, you take three physical damage, and you go, oh, I've got one physical shield.
0: That I took two. Yeah. I no. guess it depends on how, it's like, how reliable do you want the armor to be? Yeah, yeah.
1: And part of that also might be that armor isn't permanent. Like, it might be, mm-hmm. like, you know, we're, we're talking a, a, a cart game, right? So it yeah. might be
0: like, uh, it defends you for one strike.
1: And
2: it, If you it keep takes it
0: simple, out. it is pretty quick for, like, you to roll an attack and then me to roll a defense. Yeah, that's true.
1: Especially I if you spe- don't have to roll defense every
0: single time. Yeah, and especially if it's like a check to how, see how many dice in the pool succeeded, and then I mm-hmm. roll that number of dice or something like that. Yeah, I can definitely see that being something that that would
1: work well. Um, uh, but th- that's kind of the big mechanical change that I'm working on, and so like, that's changing around some of the some of the way the s- different stats work. I'm needing to adjust like okay. every single number. I'm mm-hmm. needing to make every character beefier because they are going to take hits more often.
0: Um i pulled up the i i i made some art for this game you did i pulled up i love this three crows in a trench coat that i made well have to, I'll have to, i don't know if that i actually uh shared this anywhere but i, I just didn't. love this piece of art so much
1: yeah i, I made a little i uh... like
0: i like the shark the shark is good. The shark is great the three but the three the three crows in a trench coat is so much it's so much better with the like they just have the, my favorite part of it is I just went, they're, oh shoot, I need arms. <laughs> and I was like, when well, they're not putting their, their wings into the arms, so the, the wing, the, the arms of the trench coat are just like flailing backwards <laughs> as they're driving.
1: It's so good, it's so good. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping actually that I'll, I'm gonna be able to put out the art version this week um, because I, I've got several racers drawn now. Um, they're, they're not drawn exceptionally well. Like, you know, it's going to be an iterative process of making them look better. Um, but I, you know, for now they're little guys that are available. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, what people want. People yeah, exactly. Want little guys. And, and so like really what I want to do is start putting this out so that I can start building it up the way that I'm mentally building it up, you know, mm-hmm. that like it's going like, you know, okay, there's an event, there's a new race. And then this race comes yeah. with some
0: other things and stuff like that yeah um the story
1: exactly exactly the story that connects these different
0: uh the characters define that there's a story and then the story defines new racers and new race locations and race locations you know yeah the thing where people race the the wish there was a better (laughs) word for that but (laughs) race locations it's
1: very weird that there isn't a better word for that it's like um (laughs) it's almost like a like a soccer track but yeah but for racing
0: Yeah. yeah something like that yeah but uh, that, that's
1: where you play soccer is soccer tracks,
0: a track track. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want me to make more bad art as well, I can make some bad art. I mean,
1: one of the things that is very important to me uh, with this thing is that uh, because I'm going for like goofing around with some some older school kind of field of things I'm going to have in the back of the PDF like ads for every other person's work that I can possibly find that connect to this. <laughs> um and so uh I'm gonna be linking to you James. Okay. <laughs> for, for those guys. If you put them up anywhere that I can link to, I will yeah, link them. Will. Otherwise otherwise I'm just gonna put like, you know, send a message to James Malloy.
0: <laughs> and at some point I'm gonna have to uh stat them up. Learn like once the stat the stats get a little once they get to the point where I can learn them and yeah. make some stat blocks these characters.
1: Yeah, they're they're relatively simple. They're like the the I speeds stat they go block at. For Godzilla. How, yeah, how do we make a stat block for Godzilla? <laughs>
0: just wearing two carts like roller skates.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, because it basically at this point now just has its speeds, which are driven mm-hmm. by how heavy the cart is. Um, with like three weight classes of cart. Right. Um the f- and then just four stats and then two abilities
2: um with those abilities being
1: like usually one is a you can use this every turn if you want and one is like oh you can use this once a lap um but uh but I've I still got I'm adjusting some of the numbers. I'm trying to like basically figure out a way to set it up so that it resembles a like a level of something that you might be in like, you know, if you're playing an OSR game, if you're playing a, a D&D, uh, to eventually have some cross compatibility that way. Although realistically, all of this does remain remain a game that is so ridiculously niche that it, I am the only person. <laughs> I, that I, Like, I am chasing my interest in it,
2: <laughs> which yeah, is fine.
1: freeing. It's really nice. Also, I think people want to play this. I think some people want to play this uh i hope some people want to play this um yeah i've got a new cool character actually that i'm really excited about it's also a crow embarrassingly Mm -hmm. so out of the that's fine like like crows five characters that exist (laughs) six characters that exist including (laughs) yours uh two of them are crows um uh it is like a mercenary character Mm -hmm. that uh when it attacks and i don't know if it's when it takes out other racers or when it attacks other racers it gets uh, like gold and then it can spend that gold to bribe fans <laughs> that are along the track to like steal people's fans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Little, little nod to, uh, to uh, Corvus Court from uh, Spencer and Gila RPGs. Nice. Yeah. Because again, I'm keeping this as pretentious as ridiculous <laughs> and niche <laughs> and self indulgent as possible. Yeah. 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 That's what this, <laughs> this podcast is about. Yeah. Self indulgence. But yeah, so that's that's kind of where I am with that. Um, I was going to try to do like a Christmas event-y thing in mm-hmm. it, but I think I'm too late. Uh, I was also going to do like a Halloween eventy thing in it, but I'm definitely too late. Definitely too late for yeah. that. Uh, so I might do like a, try to do like a winter event of some kind that like, you know, has yeah. some wintry items, maybe some kind of, you know, whoever wins wonderland. it gets like a, yeah, winter wonderland. Simply having a, a wonderful wonderland. winter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe have like a, like that the winner of it, gets like a frost version of their character or something like that. Cause like, you know, part of the idea is people can put in the, put in the results. And that, that's where things really move forward (laughs) in terms of the the meta plot.
2: Yes. The global standings.
1: Yeah. I, I also, uh, have the problem, uh, this is maybe good for like a, a tertiary topic. I've started okay. working on pommel ball again. <laughs>
0: You're stuck in a loop here. I'm stuck in a loop here that I just I mean, swap aren't between we all? these
1: three. I swap between these three. But each one is slowly moving forward. Yeah. Um, but I've got an idea that I'm really excited about Uh, that I think we haven't talked about on the show. Yeah, hit me. Um, That, so like pommel ball is football-ish. Um, I don't yeah. want to go to like the, like you make downs or anything like that but it's like you know it's a blood bowl it's a blood bowl yeah um but i think what i want to do with it is that you'll have like let's say you have five characters on your team you go back and forth with each person playing one character at a time but each character has two stances and so they have like their active stance that is before they've made an action uh and while they're doing their first action which has like their abilities yeah. Like, it has, like, their movement. It has, like, their basic kind of throws kind of things and stuff like that. And then you also have, like, a tapped ability. Uh, just needless to say, I can't call tapped. Because, uh... Yeah. Eh. But, but you know what I mean. Um, and then in that form, they have reactions. Mm. So, like, if you want to block somebody, if you want to be in, like, a position that you're make it able to make, like, an opportunity attack of some kind or whatever, you have to move first to get yourself into the position that you're able to take defensive action like that. If you want to receive the ball, you have to get to a location and then tap yourself so that you are in receive the ball capability. Interesting. Um, And like maybe have like an ability to catch a ball, but like not as good if you haven't taken your action yet or... It might depend character to character.
0: Um, Yeah, kind of a, like, uh, I'm planning to do something versus now I've done the thing I was planning to do, so I'm looking around, reacting. Exactly.
1: Um, And so, like, I think that will make it so that people... And so then, before you can reuse anybody, you need to go through your whole stack of characters. So it, like, gets that feeling of, like, all the characters moving around, and then everybody untaps. And then you can start moving everybody again, and, like... Shuffling things up again. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm pretty pumped about it. Uh, And what I think I might end up doing. Is. Going for. A more generic. setup initially. That I make like. A couple positions of like football players basically. And then introduce on top of that hero units. That like swap in. And so like you know you. You might go like you know. Yeah my team. Is. Two linemen, uh, uh, a QB, and a couple receivers. And Mm -hmm. then that's, like, your setup, right? Uh, And then once that is kind of in place and has seen a little bit of play, start going, like, you know, okay, and now this is... These are abilities you can put onto them if you want to design your own guys or these are some existent guys. And, like, start doing things out like that. Maybe with like a team ability that applies
2: to everybody, to make them Hmm. less uh, less generic like that. There's just like I feel like that
0: niche is not it's an underserved niche in the tabletop gaming community. I kind of think so too. There are like like because blood bowl is just so dominant in the in the the as, as as fantasy sport um yeah miniatures go that having a like a more narrative even or or a lighter system yeah um it's just so it's very fun we're very like um and i think in a in a um in a world where we were maybe looking for that dnd hit but with some of with, with a little bit less of the uh dnd is always about going into a dungeon and killing a bunch of things to steal from them yeah uh D like the dnd style fantasy sports is a good niche
2: that yeah, i really like
1: i do too and like i think that i think that like it would be so much fun this is so geeky but it would be so much fun i'm, I'm, I'm on a tabletop rpg podcast yes it would be so much fun to like ted lasso <laughs> right
2: <laughs> like yeah. like
1: your game is ted lasso and so like you're like you're having like your coach and you're having like the interdrama between the different coaches and between like the mm-hmm. managers and everything like that. And then
0: you sit Any, down and you play Ted a game of Pommable.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah. Anyone, anyone can, anyone can the, put on the mustache. Any Ted can last the O. Yeah. Anyone can put on the mustache. <laughs> anyone can believe. <laughs> oh my God. I would rewatch that show. If,
1: if I could erase a show from my mind and rewatch it, it might be Ted Lasso.
0: I just watched it for the first time. Oh, did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it so much.
1: It's so good. It's truly so good.
0: Ugh. It was not at all what I thought it was gonna be.
1: And no, it was me so
2: neither. much better because I was, of
0: it. I was shocked
1: at how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um Yeah. And like I I really like soccer. Uh and I really like football and <laughs> sports stories.
2: Uh yeah.
0: The but the the, the the thing that got me to watch it was I saw a clip of um there's a scene where um uh, Ted gets involved in a darts tournament and oh tells like this moral lesson about how like you should be more inquisitive and 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 stuff because like if you were more inquisitive you might have asked is Ted very very good at, <laughs> at darts it's so and I good. watched that it's scene so... and I said okay this is not what I thought but it's very good I want to watch it
1: tears in my eyes watching that scene it was so good I love that I, I, I am a TV crier uh
0: but yeah. but that was oh there's gosh. There's a. I haven't quite. I, I need to rewatch it maybe before I can fully. Uh, this is now. <laughs> this is. I mean, it started as and it's continuing to be just a, how, a TV and movies podcast. How, how do you make Godzilla and Ted Lasso? <laughs> it's it's very different. Um, but there's a way in which the all of the 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 coaches in Ted Lasso um, represent different aspects of masculinity mm. in a way that like together they are a coherent person.
2: Yeah. It's it, it, there's something there I can see that, that I need to I can
0: see that. dig into more maybe no. <laughs> in therapy or with myself <laughs> at least. Um as how these characters are all different aspects of myself. Um but it, yeah, what a good show. Uh yeah. Ted Lasso <laughs> versus Godzilla. Uh look out
1: for our new podcast uh What's with all these dungeons or what's with all these dragons? Or uh, what is a Ted Lasso? A Miserable final of Secrets.
0: <laughs> well, we'll alternate every other episode. One episode <laughs> will be a Dragon Magazine. The next episode will be, will be an, an episode, episode of Ted Lasso. Yeah,
1: and for each of them, we'll say, uh, for the for the Dragon Magazine is, uh, how does this allow you to interface with the world as a masculine person and and mm-hmm. embody masculinity in a positive way that isn't destructive to yourself and those around you? Uh, and then in the...
2: In the Ted Lasso episodes, we'll say, "How does this improve your your GMing?" Yeah. So I found.
0: Sorry, I googled Ted Lasso versus Godzilla, and people were. <laughs> uh, I found a Twitter thread of people suggesting which games they or which characters they wanted to see added to multiverses.
2: Okay. A little like okay.
0: uh, Disney kind of. It's a, there's a Disney or some some kind of fighting game w- and someone suggested someone had suggested Ted Lasso and someone else suggested Godzilla and then the third person got excited at the prospect <laughs> of Godzilla versus Ted Lasso it's a it'd be a good it'd be a good good fight there good fight yeah. there
2: yeah but yeah so <laughs>
1: <laughs> all of that to say yeah. um I think it's 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 I'm getting into an interesting place with this that I I'm not building a unified system exactly. Yeah. But I'm building things that are close enough to a unified system that you can really easily bring a character from one to the other to the other which is what the goal was. Yeah. And so now I think that like once the art version of, of Deadly Cold Racing comes out it's about combining these
0: mm-hmm.
1: and making the one thing. Yeah.
0: Finding finding the conversion chart.
1: Yeah. and like And like basically being able to go like you know how do we do these things together and i think that i'm going to be missing uh the nebraska corn huskers badly enough that Pommel ball is going to come together pretty quickly <laughs> yeah cuz uh already missing them
0: <laughs> where where do they go are they gone forever uh,
1: they're they've disappeared once again into the corn they ah, that happens
0: they
1: they went to a to a beautiful farm <laughs> lots of corn to run around in
0: a farm upstate, a corn farm.
1: <laughs> a corn farm
0: upstate, yeah,
1: um, yeah, yeah. No, our season is over. <laughs> our season okay. was there. Very- it ended so sadly. We had like three games in a row that we had possibility of bowl eligibility, and lost them all. Usually due to technicalities. One of them mm. literally, they uh, forgot to start the, the play clock. Oh, no and so we lost twelve. so we had there was an extra 12 seconds of play during which our opponents intercepted the ball and got a touchdown oh no oh, brutal just brutal. Oh, no. <laughs> was,
2: uh, yikes
1: yeah, yeah. football there, a, <laughs> football <laughs> football uh, saturdays for pain and suffering
2: <laughs> um
1: but that's unrelated to tabletop games <laughs> yeah everything's related to tabletop yeah. games but yeah so so kind of so to to put kind of like a bow on it yeah um i think deadly Cobalt racing with all with like printable characters improved rules and hopefully a printable racetrack that like looks nice and i think i'm, I'm i think i'm going to try to make it a circle and everything
0: okay
1: um and just do it like four generally how racetracks go. yeah i know but it's so tough
0: to do yeah. <laughs> Um, just like what about Godzilla st- as a racetrack?
1: Godzilla. Well, you know what? Can I tell you about a race I was working on when I thought this yeah. was going to come out during the summer? <laughs> I was working on a race that you were chased by a kraken across Ooh. like a uh, like a beach, uh, and it would try to like devour you. I think we did that on a podcast once. Oh, we maybe did. <laughs> oh wait, we did that on Brodean a- City. Didn't it was work. a
0: Brodean City episode that was that. <laughs> But I love it, yes. Yeah, there's a possibility that i go back to ideas. (laughs) It's a, it's a, it's just tested. Play tested. Yeah,
1: and and it worked. So, you know. It did. Um, But look, I've got like the rules of that all put together. Um, And so I just got to figure out if I'm going to try to, if I'm just going to put that, like make the visuals for it, put it out, or like wait until next summer (laughs) and have the summer event be that. Uh, But, but who knows? I want, I want to get these things out and start
2: getting them on like a, rolling thing that stuff is coming out for all of them yeah. yeah and then and then
0: uh then you you run your uh uh campaign yeah uh, of of everybody i don't know how to do of all that, these games but
1: i really want to that'd be i feel like that would be a lot of fun like because that's what adventuring in 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 D. that's what adventuring is like you, mm-hmm. you roll up because, like you, you roll up to the place, to the city or whatever. You go like, "Hey, what do you have to do here?" And they yeah. just always tell you dungeon. You know, <laughs> like the answer is just always it's dungeon or like tavern brawl, gladiator arena, right? Yeah. And so, like, this is just going. Hey, what if there were some other things <laughs> that you could also yeah. do? And yeah. what if we we're realistic about what this is?
0: I kind of like the idea of um you have a table of all of these games and you roll like four or five times and so you know in advance that the story is gonna be uh we're gonna we're gonna fight then we're gonna sports and then we're gonna we're gonna race and then we're gonna race again and and then we're gonna sports that's pretty good that's like the arc of the adventure like you roll out you know that the next six weeks are gonna be
1: because because your manager set it up and stuff like that yeah oh my god wait no hold up hold up That that is a thing that you so that's the thing you do in character first off, um, and you set up on the map where these different races and battles are, which means like which means like yeah that it has like some hex crawly thing, (laughs) but like primarily it's so that you get like fatigue, and so there's like there's like the resource management of like, well this is on this day it takes us ten days to get there, uh. We're going to be really tired
0: unless we figure out a different way to get there faster. <laughs> that is, This goes back to, I think we did talk about this during a Hex Crawl episode, but I love the idea of like people in this region of our fantasy universe are really into sports. Yeah. They don't do dungeons. They just play sports. They just. And people sports. in this are into racing. <laughs> like, And so when you go there, you have to, com- you always have to compete with people in their local thing. Oh, totally. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You, you so yeah, up.
0: there will be dungeons, and you'll dungeon crawl a little bit because sometimes people do that. Some but like, are sometimes that. it's just racing. They don't yeah. build dungeons; they build racetracks.
1: <laughs> I feel like that is honestly where the fun of it is. And yeah. then, like, part of that traveling around, like, you gotta get like a rival team and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I.
1: That's what I need to do is set up like a situation that like, that like the teams get automatically ranked like there's like a quick GM procedure for ranking the teams yeah. and like each team is having events each week.
0: That's where you get. And that's where you get like the lasso. Post. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you get the, the so just the
1: to Ted bring it all the way feel. back
2: around. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And cause then you're able to start going like, like, uh, uh, th- Oh, these guys have this game. Uh, do we want to like zoom in and have us actually play it out because we hate them so much? <laughs> or do we just want it to be like roll, like you know, do the do the roll based yeah. on their ranking and stuff like that? And w- when do we next get to take on in Vermont? Because they are pissing us off after that last race.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the idea of having uh, NPC teams that are in the world with you because yeah. that gives you because of how like because of how drag and drop the characters in the games are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It means that you can do that like uh, coach turn. Uh, kind of thing where you're like hey we just played against we're we're scaling up for like we've got a race next week and then we have a a sports fight the week after that Um, and it's gonna take us yeah like you said it's gonna take us it's gonna take us a couple weeks to get there so we're gonna be tired so but this other guy from this other team is already there we could buy him mm. and bring him onto our team oh my God, uh, because he style. was tough when we when we when he when we faced the team oh, he was on so previously. Good. Could we buy him out from that team? Could he could him. stay there, come in rested? That's really fun. yeah. this is what I need. This is what I need to do.: yeah.
2: <laughs> World building.:
1: This game continues to be uh too big to be a tabletop game. <laughs> yeah. This has always yes. been a computer game.:
0: Yeah, well yeah well it's what it is yeah so i think that we've hit the end of our time yeah we have we have we've we've gone in in, we've gone in a couple big full circles um around godzilla
1: that's around the racetrack that is godzilla
0: yeah oh it's a race there we go yeah that brings it back full circle again Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but yeah so uh I don't really have an interest. So speaking, speaking of ending the episode, <laughs> you want to reach out to us uh, about our dungeon Dungeon Magazine <laughs> podcast idea. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Stop Hack and Roll or individually I'm at End the Meltdowns. And I'm at b on Gambetta
1: or uh, B-L-G on Blue Sky. Uh, oh, yeah. If you want to, we got a website that you can go to. It's uh, www.stophackandroll.com.
0: Yeah. And we make this podcast with the, with the support of our Patreon backers, folks like Chris Wittich, uh Richard Critlandry, Revinder Singh, Michael Bowman, Jack Blair, Larry Asmuth, Evan Nyquist, Brian Pemberton, Ray, Nariz Roja, and Devin White. Uh, if you'd like to support us um, or our, any or our efforts to put on a Dragon Magazine reread <laughs> show, um, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Roll.
1: You can also... Uh help us out by joining our community. Come and talk to us. We have so many fun things going on all the time. Lots of chat, lots of interesting concepts and game ideas and pitches people bring up. Uh it's it's a it's a really nice community. I really appreciate community that we have. Uh that is at tinyurl.com slash shr discord. It's a discord, by the way. A thing that I am supposed to say at the beginning of that description of it, but I didn't.
0: So if you were Ted Lasso preparing your team to face off against godzilla remember the four things that are important stopping hacking and rolling